praise the Lord, another wonderful opportunity that God has given us to share in our daily inspiration, even as we ex continue exploring the topic of believers and uh, politics. I know, especially in Kenya, we are going through an election year, and I know if you are watching from other regions of the world, you have been involved in politics. And many times we may ask ourselves, where is God in politics? And especially when we look at the intrigues uh, that takes place, and we may wonder whether God has any role to play when it comes to politics. I know the scripture tells us we need to submit to authority. There is no authority that is there unless that is uh, instituted of God. But what is a believer's role in participating, that is in bringing that authority to be. That is why we are examining these politics of believers and uh, that is why we examine in this, this topic of believers and politics. And it is my prayer that God will continue to enlighten us and uh, to guide us by the power of his Holy Spirit to know what Lord we need to pray even as we uh, participate in a national or even international or local politics or wherever we are. And we started yesterday by seeing that the beginning point is knowing that God never created us to be independent, but rather to be dependent on him. And whatever opinion, whatever view, whatever emotions we have uh, in politics must be submitted to the authority of Christ. That is where we say, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. That is where we agree that we made one of the most important choices, the choice of following the Lord Jesus Christ. We subjected our lives to the Lordship of Jesus Christ when we made Jesus Lord and Savior in our lives. And as a result, any other decision that we make in life is subject to this decision. We have no choice of our own. Whosoever wants to keep their lives will lose it, but whosoever loses their lives for the sake of the kingdom will retain it. So the key thing is not my will, but let your will be done. And if you realize that your will is too strong, sometimes you have to put uh, godly ideals or your faith aside so that you can pursue a certain interest. That is again what we call idolatry. And we need to be so careful that we don't elevate anything beyond God. Today, I want us to look into how God created man and gave him dominion. God created man to exercise dominion. That was the original idea of man. And we read that in the book of Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26. Why did God create man? Verse 26 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our own image, in our likeness, so that they may have, they may rule over the fish in the sea and over the birds in the sky, over the livestock and over all the wild animals, over all the creatures that move along the ground. God created man to exercise dominion over the list of creation. That was the whole purpose why God created man. That we may exercise dominion, that we may rule over the created order that God had made. Allow me to say that God did not create man to exercise a lordship or dominion over each other. God did not create you to exercise dominion over your wife or over your husband or over your another person. God created man to exercise dominion over the rule of uh, over the list of creation. God's rule is sovereign over all people. In other words, we are limited into what we can do. God never created man to rule over another man. God created man to rule over the list of creation. 
God designed from the beginning that he alone is going to be the Lord of man. And he is the one who is going to reign over humans. The issue of man, ruling over man, came after the fall. Because what happened at the fall? Man handed over the dominion that he had been given by God to Satan. In other words, we lost our dominion. That is why man was chased away from the Garden of Eden. That is why nature started defying men where there used to be fruitfulness, thorns, and all manner of unproductive uh, 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 things came up because man had already lost his dominion. Allow me to say or to submit to you that the whole purpose of the coming of Christ was to restore man's dominion so that you can have the dominion that you lost in the Garden of Eden. That is why Jesus came. Let me tell you, that is now where we come in into politics because politics is a question of trying to elevate one man over another or trying to rule over the list of uh, over the list of mankind as much as that was not God's original idea and as we have seen that we have already handed over that dominion to God Christ came to restore that dominion to us and how do we exercise that dominion by making sure that even as we pray politics even as we do things that we are supposed to do in the political scenario of a nation we still bring the right of the Lord Jesus Christ or the dominion of Christ the kingdom of God where we are it is still possible for us to honor God through politics. Why? Because we elevate Christ. We do not look men the way other people see them. We do not look at men in the in the name of tribes, in the, in the name of their political affiliation and all that. We look at man in the name of this is man who is created in the image of God. We look at man the way God sees man. We look at man that, you know, it is possible for us to exercise life that I love. It is possible for us to exercise, to, 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 to extend grace to fellow mankind because we know that man was created to exercise dominion. Unfortunately, they lost that dominion. But for us believers who Christ has come and we have placed our faith in him, he has restored that dominion. It is possible for us to influence the politics of our nation, the politics, the, the local politics, or wherever we are, by bringing the dominion of Christ or the rulership of Christ into that particular situation. Irrespective of your political affiliation, my brother and my sister, are you willing to see people as who they are? People that God loved so much that he was willing to sacrifice the life of Jesus Christ to, to, to save them. He was willing to give his only one and begotten son so that he can save man. Do you see people in the basis of their race, in the basis of their tribe, in the basis of their political affiliation, or people who can be redeemed? by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is a question we need to ask ourselves this morning. In other words, God came to redeem man. It is possible for our politics to be redeemed. It is possible for us to exercise dominion in the political arena where we, where we are. Not as men would have it, but as God would have it. Whereas politics would wish to elevate one man after another. For us, the language of love is the dominion word in our perception, in our praying politics. Politics are filled with the intrigues. It is a question of bringing others down so that you can rise. But it is a question of bringing God into the picture. God created us to exercise dominion. And it is possible for us to exercise that dominion even in our political 
environment. God never created man to be dependent. God created man to be dependent. Number two, God created us to exercise dominion. And if there is something we can do in the political arena of our nation, maybe of the area of influence where we are in, is to bring God's kingdom, to bring the light of the Lord Jesus Christ into that particular situation because God created us to exercise dominion. Let us pray together. Father, we are grateful because of speaking to us and encouraging us through your word. Thank you because of reminding us that you created us to exercise dominion. And as much as the, politi the, the politics of our nation may not reflect God's dominion of our nation, because it is fallen, because it is exercised by men who have already lost that dominion to the enemy, it is our prayer that you will help us to understand and even to know the calling that you have called us. That you have called us to be the light of the world. That you have called us to be the salt of the world. And in whatever we do, even as we participate in politics, even as we pursue different political interests, that our idea and our goal should be to bring honor, glory, and a praise to Christ. And even to extend love to our fellow humans, dear loving Father, to bring your kingdom in the situations of life where you have praised us. Thank you because of speaking to us and encouraging us this morning. We ask you to be with us the whole of this day, that even as you continue with this topic, God, you will grant us enlightenment, you will guide us, and you will show yourself strong on our behalf. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, yesterday, God never created man to be dependent, but rather to be dependent on God. Your choice must be submitted to God's will. God, not my will, but let your will be done. As we pray politics, God is asking us to bring dominion, all our influence where we are, to bring the light of Christ in the darkness that sometimes characterizes politics. Don't be tribal. Don't be a racist. Don't look at that man with a, with a heart that is full of hatred. Love one another. A new commander I give you, love one another. It is possible for you to look at man as someone who was worth Christ dying for. We shall continue with this topic tomorrow. God bless you. Have yourself a beautiful and a blessed day. Thank you so much. Thank you.